1: All right. good morning everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon here on a Friday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Ken Miller uh, with you for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. Uh, Thanks for tuning in here this morning. Trent continues his vacation. We're on the downside of it though. He'll be back on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday back uh, in studio with me here. Uh, BMW Des Moines guest list looks like this in about 15 minutes. We've still got two Power 5 conferences together get through as far as uh, taking a look ahead uh, and uh, that today will be the Pac-12 after all that is their media days today in fact uh, George Klyavkov should be as we speak walking towards the podium in Los Angeles. Uh, I think a lot of ears and a lot of focus will be Um, Put on that from national media, from uh, uh, from media, obviously, that covers the 12 Pac-12 schools, as uh, we wait to hear what Commissioner Klyavkov says. If he says anything, uh, we'll find out. Their media uh, of the exclusive window with ESPN uh, closes on the 4th of August. When is the 4th of August? It's uh, a week from yesterday, so next Thursday. Uh, the exclusive ESPN window uh, will be um, slamming shut. What we'll find out about at that time, I highly doubt that we know anything. I think everybody is going to wait until we hear what the Big 12 does, or the Big 12, the Big 10, uh, what their media rights deal looks like. And then maybe, I don't want to minimize this, but you... The also runs, you know. You go after a team that was a network that was interested in being part of it that uh, didn't make the cut, and see if they're still interested in covering uh, carrying college football. And well, by the way, would you be interested in our conference? So I think that's the way it's going to be handled. I don't anticipate we're going to hear anything from the Big Twelve today. Hope to be proven wrong, uh, but uh, that's the way we see it. Uh, their preseason poll is out. Yesterday we told you about the AAC poll being out, and the fact that the three schools on top of it are all headed Central Florida. Uh, Houston was number one, Central Florida, or Cincy two, uh, and Central Florida three, those three of the four schools that are making their way to the Big 12 uh, next year. Of course, BYU independent, and they've been 21 and four over the last couple of years. So uh, what does that mean about the Pac-12? Well, if, 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 if we do see in the future... Uh, some of the corner schools, as they call them, the two Arizona schools, Colorado and Utah. Utah's picked first uh, in the media poll in the Pac-12, but from one extreme to the other, Team 10 is Arizona State, Team 11 is Arizona, and Team 12 is Colorado. Uh, boy, what happened to Colorado? My God, what happened to Stanford? Remember Stanford was good? I remind mind you, Big Ten fans, watching Christian McCaffrey and company do what they did in the Rose Bowl. Uh, such a special, special venue. The game didn't live up to the hype, clearly, but... Uh, just being in the building for me was the highest box on my bucket list that I've ever ever been able to check. So uh, those are the three teams picked at the bottom, Utah, Oregon, USC, and UCLA on top, a USC team that won four games last year. And they are, well, we see the recruiting that uh, Lincoln Riley and company are doing. So Bama, Bob, and I will finish the Big 12 from yesterday. We still got a couple of questions I wanted to pose to, uh, to Bama. Uh, and then uh, move into the Pac-12. And as I said yesterday, this is kind of like a a fall camp for me, Uh, bringing myself or reminding myself, getting myself up to speed, because let's be honest, we are going to talk a boatload of college football between now and Championship Monday. And uh, this is a good exercise for uh, if you love college football, if you talk about college football, and that's why I appreciate this exercise so much uh, with Bama Bob. Uh, So the BMW Des Moines guest list, he will kick things off. Dave Sproul covers Iowa State. He's also part of the Iowa State Learfield broadcast. He will join me here at about 10 minutes before the hour of 11, the very latest on Iowa State. Saw a bunch of former Iowa Staters back in town. I guess Yang's golf tournament was yesterday. You know, good for you, George Niang. Uh, and that, this shouldn't surprise anybody uh, that he continues to come back, working with Lindsey Fennelly, raising uh, m- money as they've done, and it continues to grow. Tyrese Halliburton, I believe, is back in town, Are back in Ames as well. Yeah, Good to see that these guys, uh, when, when they leave, Monty Morris was back in town a couple of weeks ago. And it's not just Iowa State players. It's it's all it, it's Hawkeyes. I'm sure, I'm assuming that uh, Drake players come back. And uh, likewise, you and I. But some of the bigger names back uh, this weekend in uh, Story County, uh, George Neang, Tyrese Halliburton, amongst others. So we'll talk to Dave Sproul coming up here in about 10 minutes before the hour of 11. At 11.05, we'll head to Circa, a very wet Circa. If you're on Twitter, Um, You might have seen some of the storm that went through Las Vegas last night. It was a doozy. It was a Midwest storm. Search Circus Sports Flood on Twitter, and you will see the water pouring in. Uh, and, and I think missing the wall of – it's the world's biggest sports book. We've told you that before. If you're a fan of sports, betting, sports watching, watching people, Las Vegas, it's the place to be. A, Fremont Street, but B, it's Circa, just watching that edifice. It's a mecca. It's the shrine. And it was, um, from the roof, water just flowing. I'm going to say not trickling, flowing uh, into the book last night. Uh, I'm not sure what time it was, but man, oh man. So when I lived in Las Vegas, uh, I was there in 2013 from January 1st through November. I had to go out and, you know, if you if you listen to the program back then, I was two weeks home, one week gone. You know, two weeks in Ankeny, one week in Las Vegas for a period of about three years. And then I had to move out there for what I thought was going to be a year or two, it ended up being 10 months, which I'm very grateful for. I love visiting. I hated living there. But where am I going with this? When it rains, it, it we're, it's not set up like we are, right? There's not drains everywhere because they don't, it doesn't rain in the desert for the most part. Look at Lake Mead and the struggles it's going through. I see Lake Mead trending on Twitter for the last week. But the um, the ability to move the... Huddle's of, or more than puddles, the streams of rain off the streets, it's very difficult to do. And you get flash flooding like I've never seen before. Uh, and last night was an example of it, but boy circa, uh, they were underwater uh, at uh, some point last night. Didn't close, didn't miss a beat. I'm guessing they uh, continued to take wagers. But we'll get the latest from Mike Palm on that if you're at your desk, at your cubicle, you're at home, you're whatever. Uh, Want to check that out. Um, it, it's it's kind of eye-opening. Just some of the storms, the lightning that went through the desert of all places last night and I hope that water somehow can find its way to Lake Mead because boy oh boy uh, that bad boy is drying up and uh, drying up in a dangerous fashion. So we'll do that at 11.05 and then Tom Caker will join me. We'll recap Big Ten Media Days with Tom, get the latest on the lay of the land. We know Iowa State starts, oh what did Nick Olson say, I believe he said Wednesday of next week they will start their fall camp. I'm assuming uh, that'll either be Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. That Iowa will also get things underway. So we'll get the very latest from Tom Cakert on that. Pick his brain about some pending position battles, uh, et cetera, et cetera, with Tom. And then before we get out of here, just before. Oh, probably 10 minutes or so before the hour of noon. We'll give four of you an opportunity to win barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Claxons in Altoona, where they've been serving up barbecue for over 25 years. Yes, a restaurant that stands, that uh, sticks around that long. They must be doing something right. And Claxon certainly is. You can find them online. KlaxonBBQ.com. KlaxonBBQ.com. I'll give you four questions, four props, four sports Um, questions, if you get the most right, you'll get a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up gets $25. Again, uh, you can only play once a month. And just because Commissioner Condon isn't here... Him and Tyler Allen, who's been producing, they sat down for hours last week, and here's the guys you got to watch. Here's the guys you're going to try and sneak in ahead of that 30-day uh, penalty box. So uh, watch this guy, that guy, and this guy uh, as they try and do it. So Tyler will be ready. You're not going to get by him. Uh, Co-commissioner Tyler Allen on Klaxon's coming up here about 10 minutes before the hour of noon. Well, of uh, the sports news that's uh, broken, I guess, since... Um, we left yesterday. Uh, the The biggest news to me, and this is selfish, I get it, is Charles Barkley's not going anywhere, and I for one couldn't be any happier because a, I love him on the on the NBA. Um, when when him and Shaq and the Jet uh, are, are sitting down uh, and they're doing their thing it's it's appointment tv for me especially during the playoffs especially during the playoffs the the regular season there's just so much going on right that the nba kind of um i mean look there's only so many hours in a day and you're going to watch college basketball and for me i'm when there's nothing that i i've to watch hockey um especially my jets but he's staying and i couldn't be happier for that and what does that mean well it also means that we're going to get him to um the tournament I know he's not everybody's cup of tea when the guys kind of elbow their way in and take over. Well, they're not college basketball guys. Why can't we get college basketball? Because they're entertaining as hell. That's what they are. And I'm glad that uh, he's going to be around to do that. Uh, as Barkley has decided to say no to the live money, which, um, again, to each their own. Everybody's got to make their own decisions, Right. But, uh, boy, oh, boy, it's certainly been in the spotlight this weekend. It's been illuminating even uh, e- even brighter. Uh, so Barkley stays, which is good news. Trade deadline in Major League Baseball is coming up on Tuesday. In fact, uh, one of the Claxons' questions this week is going to be, pursuant to the Cubs, will there be a Cub traded this weekend? As Cappy said on Wednesday when he joined me, I asked him, you know, are they going to wait until Tuesday, kind of an 11th hour, just to see if they get a better offer? He doesn't think that that's going to be the case. If there's a team out there that needs let's player, we'll say Wilson Straris, and they think that this might be the best they get, they're not going to wait uh, and allow that team to change their mind and go in a different direction. They will pull the trigger. Uh, so will the Cubs make a trade this weekend as they're out on the West Coast? Will the Royals follow suit? Seems like Whit Merrifield is a name that's getting a lot of attention out there as we know they've already traded him Adam Betatendi is now a New York Yankee so that's what's coming up on the program here today again a lot of eyes and I'll certainly be following Twitter very closely trying to pick up any nuggets that may come out of George Kleofkoff's mouth when it comes to the Pac-12 media days he is speaking as we as we sit here right now he's greeting the media and doing an opening remarks and then is going to answer uh, some very um, well not difficult questions, but some questions that you know. I mean, Oregon State, Washington State, the the the, the fellas and women that cover their programs, Cal likewise, Arizona schools. They want to know where their school sits. Their fan bases want to know these things. We know what it's like. I mean, Cyclone fans, when the Big 12 is going through it, you're sitting on pins and needles because you just don't know. You just don't know. The television networks are going to tell us. And the television networks are going to tell the Pac-12 what they think their um, threshold of money is going to be and how they're going to distribute that. And is it going to be enough? I mean, it's the first offer, right? It's a starting point for negotiations. But I'm totally convinced that we will not know anything until the Big Ten makes the announcement, this is where we're going, this is where you're going to be able to find our games, we've partnered with this network, we've we've partnered with this.com, and then after that, you you start uh, very aggressively going after, I don't know, maybe it's NBC. Maybe NBC wanted a part of the Big Ten to follow up their Notre Dame game, and they didn't get it. Then NBC, they if, if they were interested in Big Ten, are they interested in the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or a combination of both? I believe that's how uh, this is going to happen. All right, I'll take a time up before we do that. However, it is time for another $1,000 home run. We ask you to go to kxno.com and once you get there, enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword grand, grand At KXNO.com, that is your chance to win, well, $1,000. Win a grand by entering the keyword grand at KXNO.com. Another opportunity to do so coming up at 11 o'clock. Bama Bob joins me next. Pac-12 conversation. couple more on the Big 12 left over from yesterday. Kansas, their conference win total is one and a half. Can they find two wins? To go over that total, ask Bama Bob that. That'll be first out of the shoot. And then Dave Sproul on Iowa State about 10.50. Miller and Condon. Tyler Allen producing as he has all week and will next week on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. 6.3 KXNO. Dave Sproul coming up 10 minutes before uh, the top of the hour. Hour number two. We'll head to Vegas. Mike Palm from Circus Sports. He will join me to kick off hour number two. And then uh, about 11.25, Tom Kaker from HawkeyeReport.com. Claxon's Barbecue. Before we skedaddle on out of here just before noon. You heard the music. That means it's time to talk more college football. We are down to... What, Bamba? We've got uh, the Pac-12 today, we've done the Big 12, we've done the ACC, we've done the Big 10. Get through this today and just the SEC next week, right?
0: It sounds like it. I mean, we're kind of plowing through it. And I think, Ken, the good news is by the time we talk next week, we can say college football starts later this month. How
1: about that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah. And, then, but, and then your anxiety kicks in because it's like as soon as it starts, you're like it's going to be over soon.
1: I, so. I feel the same way every year. It just goes by so fast, right? Yes, I love kind of August. By. I love August because of all the hype building, the build up towards. Mm-hmm. But then I do get a little melancholy uh, when it yeah, gets to that point.
0: You know. start looking at it, you know, when they get into the, you know, like, I don't know, four or five games in, you're like, oh, my gosh, the season's <laughs> over no. already.
1: A month's already so. gone by, and there's only two months left. Are you kidding me? You wait so long for this. So it also tells me that I've got about a month left to get my uh, my puppy trained, because so, that's the last thing I need to do is be taking him out in the middle of a <laughs> a
0: hawk oh, yeah. or anything. It, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, go yeah, on the floor. Already. I'll get it later. Yeah, exactly.
1: That is busy. Anyways, Bama, let's get busy and finish. Let's finish up with the Big Twelve, shall we? From yesterday,
0: sure.
1: I want to talk. Uh, there's a couple more uh, programs I wanted to get to. One of them is Kansas. Who uh, look their 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 conference total win uh, win total is is one and a half. So if you want to go over, they've got to win two games for you to to cash your ticket. Man, by the more I look at it, I want to go over in the worst way. They beat Texas last year. you got to remind yourself of that. They beat Texas last year, and they did so with their quarterback, Daniels, who was a true freshman. They pulled the red shirt off Mm -hmm. him. They let him start the last few games. Leopold, I mean, he's uh, what a a tough climb for him, right? The the circumstances. When he got there, he got there late, trying to build this roster. Um, Is there two wins, two conference wins for the Jayhawks this year?
0: Uh, You know, Ken, I'm like you. I'd want to say yes, just kind of by default, but I mean, you only get what, eight of them? And I just, I, I'm looking at their schedule and I mean, are they going to win in Morgantown? Are they going to beat Iowa State? I mean, TCU would be the one I kind of look at, but you know, Oklahoma and Baylor back to back on the road. Um, they get Okie State at home. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just don't know that they've got the talent. I don't know that they're there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, they've, they've got a couple of non-conference winnable games and, Tennessee Tech and Duke. Right. But, man, conference games, I just, I, know. I don't know. I could see them winning one, but, man, they're going to have to pick off somebody that's got a whole lot more talent than them. If, if they're going to win two, I think it's going to be out of West Virginia, TCU, and Texas Tech. And West Virginia and mm-hmm. Texas Tech are on the are road games. And, right. Man, is this team ready to go on the road and win a Big 12 game? I hope so, because, I mean, how do you not root for them? I mean, they've just been so bad for so long, right. and they've they've just been a punching bag, and Les Miles didn't work. and you go back to Mangino, it didn't work. I mean, well, worked for one year. For one year, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they really haven't been uh, – I mean, they went to the Orange Bowl. I know. It's or something it's after Mason, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, they're like the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, they just – you know, every year you, you want them to win, but – I I couldn't I couldn't put much on it. I'll put it that way. I couldn't yeah. put much on the over. Um, I think they'll get one, but two is a big ask. If they had those other two games at home, I'd say oh, they got a shot. But I just think they're I don't I don't know their home games. Iowa State, Texas, uh, Oklahoma State. I mean, those are those are big ass
1: mm-hmm.
0: for them Duke, to win a home game there.
1: Duke's a laughingstock of the ACC. I mean, in yeah. football, and and, and, football, Duke, and yeah. Duke pasted them by by three touchdowns last year. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you, Bama. I don't think they're gonna they're going to go over. All right, so let's uh, let's uh, stay in that conference. We didn't spend much time on K State yesterday. This is a team that, you know, when uh, we have people on the cover, they, uh, a conference guest, if you will, that talks about the uh-huh. entire conference. Sure. Yeah, some, well, maybe Tech, uh, Kansas State's that other team that might sneak in, find a way to, to sneak in. Look, they've got a terrific outside edge rusher, right? Uh, and Uduke sure. Uzama, uh, is his name. He was, I think, second in sacks behind Anderson of Alabama. Obama you will yeah. remind us, is pretty good. I'm, I'm assuming. He's not bad, yeah. I
0: think he'll be on some Heisman lists this year. <laughs> I
1: believe he will. Adrian Martinez yeah. takes the reins. We both love him just because of his toughness. He makes some boneheaded decisions, but maybe he was just yep. trying to do too much. Deuce Vaughn is a really good running back. K-State, are, is this a team that legitimately can threaten to... Can they finish? In, I don't think they can. can they? If I, can they get to the championship game? I don't,
0: so. I don't think so i mean really. i just i mean it's just the martinez factor like you said we talked about him a couple of days ago at nebraska you, you you love the effort you love the yeah. fire you love the grittiness he's tough he's got some talent um but he seems he just makes the big mistake at the worst time to cost you football games and he did it for at least three if not four years i don't know how long he was at nebraska but it's just and he never, he never really got over that. Now maybe change of scenery, new coach, you know, climbing's really good. I don't, I, I can't put my faith in it. I, I think they do catch a break, but we talked about it the other day. I mean, listen, you only have to finish, you only, if you finish behind one team, you only got to finish second, I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. So I think they catch a break with Baylor having such a rough road schedule. We talked about it. Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas Tech. Texas and Oklahoma all on the road for Baylor. Okay, so Kansas. So maybe that puts them a little bit ahead in the win if they can build some momentum. But, but the, you know, out of the shoot, South Dakota, Missouri, Tulane. That should be a three zero start going into Norman. And we'll, I guess we'll see how good they really are going in there. I would not pick them to win that game. But again, Oklahoma. We talked about it yesterday. Venable's new quarterback. I mean, that's a transition for them too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I I would not, I I couldn't put any money on them. I don't think, or could put a lot of money on them right now to, to win or to get to the championship game. I'll put it that way. But like you said, they do have a dominant edge rusher. They've got a really good running back and you know, they're going to have tight ends and O-line and all that kind of what we're kind of used to with, with Kansas state gamers, I guess, if you want to call them that, um, and if if Martinez can give them something anything um because he can make big plays I mean he generally makes big plays in the open field when things break down they'll tuck it and run it. We saw it a couple times you know he'll bust oh, off he's a, a threat sixty yard run yep. he is a threat and he's a, he's a, you have to account for him in the run game even even when these you know drop back for a pass you got to stay disciplined so he can bust some plays, but i I just couldn't pick them to to beat out. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas. I mean, I just, uh, you know, Texas again. We'll see. Um, and they get they get the Longhorns at home, so who knows? Maybe that's a game that, you know, if they can build some momentum and, uh, you know, let's just say they can split with Oklahoma and Iowa State on the road uh, and don't barf up a game. I mean, it. Maybe those those two games against Oklahoma State and Texas back to back in Manhattan. Maybe that could give them a shot, but. I couldn't put any money on it. I just don't trust Martinez enough. I kind of hope I'm wrong because I think it'd be a good story. I don't know if it'd be good for the conference, but it'd be a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be a nice way for Martinez to cap his career because he took a lot of heat in oh. Nebraska and he brought a lot of it on himself. Let's yeah. face it, you got to look at the record. He was a starting quarterback and look at his record there, So mm-hmm. you got, you got to own that. But yeah, um, I couldn't pick them, but they'll, they'll be entertaining to watch. it that way all right let's
1: let's talk about a team that may win it all i mean they they had the best record at the end of the regular season last year they lost in the championship game Mm -hmm. and what a championship game it was let's get to oklahoma state bama because um they lose a they lose some dudes on defense for the most part Mm -hmm. they get most of their offenses back including the quarterback spencer sanders Mm -hmm. is starting in year number four are are I was going to say, are they a threat to get back to the championship game? Of course they are. Um, yeah. Are are they the deserved favorite? Would you make them the favorite in the
0: Big Twelve? I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure I would make them a favorite. Just I mean, I still think Oklahoma would have to be the favorite, but I I would I would put them over Texas to reach the championship game. I just mm-hmm. and, and, it's and Baylor Sanders. and Baylor, because yeah. of the schedule. I just got I keep going back to that schedule for Baylor. I yeah, mean it's, it's Just brutal. Yeah. five tough road game their toughest road game games are on the road other than they do get the cowboys at home so that that could be a pivotal uh game for them but i just think that's too much of a that's a big hurdle for them um but okie state i think would have to be a favorite in one of the two favorites to get there i think because what you just what you said and listen sanders he's kind of one of those guys that can be a little frustrating but four years in the system no real challenger uh you know mike gundy's still there uh, the defense, like you said, is going to be, uh, they lost some guys, but I think they're going to replace them with some good ones. I just think, you know, again, the schedule, that game at Baylor to open, they go into that with a bye week, and Baylor's coming off a trip to Ames. So mm-hmm. is that going to help them or not? So I, I just, I keep going back to schedules, and when you just look at it, there's some, you know, they should start out 3-0, and Central Michigan, Arizona State, uh, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, they should start out a nice 3-0 and all at home. Going in, by week, going into Baylor, I think that's a, that's a pivotal game, and then you know they get Texas at home. They do have to go to to Norman uh, for the for the shootout, but I just think that I, I think with Sanders, you know, four years, if you got a quarterback, you got a chance, and they've got one, yeah. and he's experienced, and it's the same system. I think that's that really helps. So I would put the Cowboys as one of my two teams to get there, probably along with Oklahoma. I just, I got to see more out of Texas. They're, they've got the talent, there's no question. They're going to have the, probably the most talent in the conference, but you know, coming off of last year, you mentioned they lost to Kansas last year. Um, so, I just, uh, and I go back to that Alabama game, and you have to show it to me. You have to see where they are uh, week two and, and then go from there, because But I would put the Cowboys as one of my two favorites to get to uh, the championship game, probably along with Oklahoma. Right now,
1: let's uh, switch gears to the let's head out west to the uh, Pac-12 as we um, will wait to see what happens to that conference. Obviously, we know the two schools leaving for the Big Ten. I'm hearing a lot of San Diego State as a must-have. Uh, Got to have UNLV for the television market. I mean, I get it, yeah. but that doesn't seem like a well. No. But because yeah, it's changing, right? It's what did Kevin Warren say? It's uh, we're in year two of a three to five year disruption in college athletics. Yeah, exactly. This is a perfect example of it. So let's start with Lincoln Riley, the new kid. On the block, the new kids on the block, as they bring in uh, a, a ton of new guys. Bam, I, I still find it hard to believe that this team won three games in conference play last yeah. year. Three games in conference yeah. play, uh, and and here they are. Um, what, what what kind of what kind of transition, if any, is there? Do you think? Uh, for Lincoln Riley. New conference, he brings in some familiar faces. Some guy yeah. followed him from Oklahoma. Do they instantly become uh, the favorite uh, to win the uh, to win the South? Are they the favorite to win the South just right off the bat? I'm not sure they in, are.
0: I, I, in my mind, they are. Okay. I, and I just think it's all because of the coach. Listen, there was so much talent on that roster and they've just had such a coaching flux in the last two or three years. And I mean, they've just bungled some games. Undisciplined. I don't, I think he's going to bring some structure, some discipline. You mentioned talent. The transfer portal is going to be huge for them and already has been and it'll yep. continue to be. That's how you build now. You used to build through this, you know, through the, uh, through the junior college ranks. Now you build through the portal and you can build instantly through that. So I, I know that Utah is still, probably the team to beat in a lot of minds and and I don't I don't I understand why I love Whittingham I love what he's done they made a run to the Rose Bowl last year I think it's I think he's just he's he's one of those guys he's like a Gary Patterson guy you know he just kind of stays there I'm sure he's had chances to go elsewhere and he's resisted and he's just stayed in in Salt Lake City and and built something so but to me Riley's just a difference maker that is an NFL coach and he's he's just I mean I think one day he will go to the NFL I don't know when but I just think that he's that good and he's a difference maker this is like bringing in you know a five-star quarterback you're just bringing in a five-star coach and I think listen their schedule is is really really easy to start off with I mean you look, you're talking about building momentum. Rice, Stanford, Fresno, at Oregon State, Arizona State, Washington State. Holy mackerel. Six before they go to Salt Lake City. Okay. So um, I think that game in Salt Lake City is going to be for the South. Yeah. Um, when there's no Oregon on the schedule out of the North. There's no, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they, they they catch a break there. Um, there's no Washington out of the North. So I think the schedule's in their favor. Mm-hmm. Um Yep. And look, I just I I they're my they're gonna be my pick. I wanna put money on them to get to the to the championship game. And I know Utah is is, you know, not the, the sexy name, but they're they're the established program in that division. But I just think I think Riley is that good. And maybe I'm wrong. I could, you know, it could blow up this year and it could be a, a total transition year, but I just think there was enough talent the last couple of years they should have been a lot better. I think it was down to coaching, and I think that he'll bring in some guys, he'll bring structure to that program, he, he'll he run off who he needs to run off, and he'll just replace them. And, th- you know, them moving to the big two this conference as a whole, man, it's just they have just bungled the entire conference. Going back to to Larry Scott and the Pac-12 Network, and then you know this new guy, you know voting against. I can't even pronounce his name. Kliavinov, Cle- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he votes against the playoff, and now it's just blown up in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care. You can add San Diego State, you can, add UNV, you can add whoever you want. This conference, they're losing their two biggest teams in their biggest market, yeah. and really the only needle movers that they have nationally. And I know Utah's good, Oregon's good, uh, but those are just not brand names nationally. USC and UCLA are, and they're leaving your conference. And I don't care who you replace them with, uh, it's not going to be as good. And they I think, as much as the Big Twelve, I think this is a, this is the conference that's hanging on for for survival, in my opinion. They'll they'll for relevancy, I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I don't disagree with you there. Have you been to the Coliseum to get, to see a game, Bama?
0: I have not. No, not. I, I have not. Um, it's kind of a – you know, I'd like to. I'd love to catch it, you know, where, where you know, UCLA's playing right. on a Saturday. I mean, maybe a Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday kind of thing where you kind of hit both of them. Uh, I don't see that happening this year. But um, it, it would be a lot of fun um, because I know they've, they've renovated it. And, listen, when that place is packed, we've seen it before mm-hmm. with Reggie Bush and Carroll in that era. I mean, when it's full – but there's just so much that they have to compete with out there. You know, the Dodgers and the Lakers. And the, the, ocean. And the ocean. The <laughs> ocean, right, exactly. You know, so it's just so much to compete with out there on the sports calendar and on just on the activities yeah. calendar. So it's just, just really tough. But um, I would like to see a game out there, and I would love to go to the Rose Bowl. Oh,
1: anytime. that's spectacular. I was so glad yeah. to get there. Baba, let's move on. Yeah. Let's let's go to Oregon. Where we know what awaits, right? We've both seen yeah. the Bo Nicks experience over. Look, it right. depends when you watch him, Bama. I remember having this conversation on a on a Monday, number of Mondays. You know, when you're mm-hmm. talking about Auburn, boy, the boy Bo Nicks stinks. This Auburn team, stinks. Yeah, yeah. And then the next weekend, you watch him, and somehow he's he's got this team on their back, and they're and they're winning a game that they shouldn't have. He's yeah. he's hit or miss. This is what he is. He's polarizing. He really yeah. is. And now he's in yeah. Oregon. Um, Mm -hmm. what do you think? I mean, they've got, they got the pieces around them. Clearly
0: they do. And it's, you know, Lanning is the new guy up there and he's from Georgia. So he's familiar with him. I mean, so he, I think he sees something in him that he likes because there was other guys he could have taken. Let's face it. Um, and so, you know, being familiar with him, having played against him, coached against him for what, two or three years, Mm -hmm. uh, while Lanning was at Georgia, he saw him, he knew what he had. So, and he went after him, and he and he got him. And I think it'll be a, it's a nice start or I don't know reset if you whatever you want to call it for Knicks. But I mean, you're right. He he makes he's he's better than Martinez. But man, some of the things that's, the good. that's, that's make, a good comparison. I mean, they're yeah. just boneheads, yeah. and you're like, what are you doing? But then he'll make the most incredible. Yeah. But it seems like it's all his his highlight reels are ad-libs and a lot of times he's got a lot of Johnny Manziel in him mm-hmm. you know, in, in that situation in that regard but he wants to be a pro he wants to be a pro uh, quarterback um, I don't know that he's good enough to do that but we'll find out and man you won't talk about a test how about week one uh, in Atlanta against Georgia uh, you know hello <laughs> so that'll be a uh, that's a welcome to the you know to your new team kind of thing but um. I don't. I don't know. I. It's hard for me to pick anybody else out of that division because I just don't. know. I mean, I don't know what's happened to Stanford. I mean, they've just.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get to them the in a second. Yeah, I'm going to get to yeah. them.
0: Yeah, I mean, Washington, new coach. Yeah. Um, where? What are they? I mean, it's hard to pick against Oregon out of that division. But man, I just. I don't know. I don't see them as a national player. Um, but we'll see if he if he comes in if he's good, Bo. If he can just protect the football because they're going to have some weapons and skilled players around him, without question. Do you remember yeah. Bo Nix's
1: first game, Bama? Did yeah, you... it was against Oregon. It was against yeah. Oregon, absolutely, yeah. it, and they Atlanta. won. Right,
0: You're right, they did win in Atlanta. You're right. Second, yeah, last second play, and yeah. and you know everybody thought, oh man, look here's the Bo Nix. I right know man. it. You know, and now they're like, when's, when's the next era start? You know, about three games later. But yeah. that's just the way it goes in Auburn. But I think he'll be under less pressure up there, less scrutiny. Um, but I I think he'll have a good season. But, man, two of their three first games with Georgia and BYU. So, I mean, those are, not, are, are not easy. One's in Atlanta, one's in, in Eugene. But... We'll find out really how good they're going to be, but they've got a pretty manageable schedule also. They don't, like we said, they don't play USC. I mm-hmm. uh, don't, uh, they do get UCLA at home. They get Washington at home. They get Utah at home. So that's a nice, you know, pretty manageable. Mm-hmm. If you're going to win those tough games and, and win the South, then you get your tougher games at home. So uh, I would pick them to win the South, but uh, I, I'm going to have to see more out of Nick's and, and, you know, Mainly hope that he survives Week One against Georgia because that's they. You're talking about losing some dudes, man. Mm-hmm. They lost some dudes on defense, but they've still got some. Uh, Kirby Smart's just reloading that program.
1: It absolutely, as you know, if memory serves, in that game, Nix's first start of his career, who would have been starting for the Ducks? It had it been Justin Herbert, right? Had to have been.
0: I believe it. Yeah, it had, it had to have been. been I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who knew? I mean, her, boy, talking about a. Whew, yeah, one of my favorite NFL quarterbacks. Can. Oh, my gosh. And how about that division? Oh, baby. oh And <laughs> yeah. I was so wrong on Justin Herbert. We think we both were. Um, yeah. Yeah, this I guy's not going to make it. I'm convinced now. He's Josh Allen. I mean, he really yeah. is. Talking about a cannon for an arm. Oof. So my Titans get to play the NFC, the AFC West this year. So, yeah, good luck with that.
1: Yeah, I think your Titans are coming back to the pack a little bit. We'll save that for another uh, they day. They are. Uh, real quick, a couple more schools I want to get to, Bam. You mentioned Stanford briefly. Is David Shaw's seat starting to get a little warm?
0: It has to, doesn't it? I would I think. Mean, what if what I has mean, happened? Do they not care? I, I mean I don't know. Maybe they just they don't maybe it's like Cutcliffe at Duke, you know, they just they I don't they don't care. You know? It's just hey, this guy built our program, we got a on campus stadium and you know, he's not gonna get us in trouble and
1: Yeah, that's I'm, true.
0: I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I mean He's got a lot of respect, obviously. He's always on the NFL draft. Yep. you know if you And he's at good it. at it. so He's very good at it. So uh, there's there was talk for a while about him jumping in the NFL, and you don't hear much about that anymore, and that will be a tough sell now given his recent record. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I don't know what's happened to them, but they really haven't been good. And, I mean, they're going to face another. You, you talk about an always-go-back-to-the-schedule, Ken. I'm just looking at it here. They get USC in week two. That's at home. Then they go to Washington and Oregon back-to-back. They get Oregon State at home. Then they go to South Bend. I mean, Jesus. that's three out of four weeks, Seattle, Eugene, South Bend. I mean, that is tough. So they've got a shot to, you know, be, what, two two and five, three and Oof. four after seven games, and, you know, then you're just playing for uh, – who dot com bowl at that point, point. and
1: I'm not sure they um, could even get there, Bama. There's no Arizona, I, there's no Colorado on the schedule.
0: Yeah. Right, oh, yeah, the, the, the layups are, are not there for them. Right, and they, yeah, they draw the short straw out of the other out of the South with USC and Utah. That's for sure.
1: Let's finish um, up with this one, Bama, in our final couple of minutes here. Uh, the team that uh, look. Um, I picked Washington to win the Pac-12 last year. They won four yeah. games. Um, yeah, there's no USC on their schedule. There's no Utah on their schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're bouncing back. I I I can't I can't go there. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know how far how long it's going to take. But this was a bad football team this uh, last year. Three and six, mm-hmm. four and eight overall. No bowl game. Is this a bowl team even?
0: I think probably a bowl team. Uh, I would say you know six and six gets them in. Uh you know listen that's assuming that they don't barf up one of those first two against Kent State and Portland State you know yeah. but then they get the Spartans and I think we all agree that we talked about Michigan State's probably going to have a fall off that's mm-hmm. a good matchup mm-hmm. you know going to going to Seattle that's a good that's a good matchup for them and then Stanford so I mean they've got a shot to start out you know 3 and 1 at worst and possibly 4 and 0 oh if they can get that game against Michigan State and that'll build you some momentum and you know, they get Arizona State and Arizona are on the schedule. And so um, Colorado is on their schedule. So I think this is a bowl team. Uh, how, they're the last team to go to the playoff from the Pac-12. Isn't that uh, something?
1: And that was in, it
0: was in 2016, and I mm-hmm. was in that game in Atlanta, and that's, you know, Alabama rolled them. Um, but I just, I, I think they're better. I don't, I don't think they're good enough to win the division uh, unless, you know, Nick's gets hurt or we get, it just turns into a disaster in Eugene. I don't know that they're good enough to win the division, but they they got a chance to start, you know, five and one, if you will, maybe maybe even six and one, six and two, because those first seven games are really, and even that first eight. I mean, Kent State, Portland State, Michigan State, Stanford, all at home, at UCLA, at Arizona State, Arizona Cal. I mean, that's that's manageable. Mm-hmm. So they got a shot. Um, I may have to rethink that winning the division. That's pretty easy. Well, uh, if they're decent at all, right? And they well, got a they, new coach coming from Fresno, so that's you know, you don't know what he'll do and yeah. you know run people off and all that kind of stuff. But we'll we'll see. And a the new coach.
1: quarterback in Michael Penix. who uh, yep. He didn't score. It didn't wasn't it yeah. him that scored against? Wasn't it his touchdown against Penn, Penn State, State? Right. That took that. Yeah, yeah
0: it was. So that was the pylon that they replayed about nine times, and they couldn't, you know, they just, I guess they let it stand. They did. Did he hit it before it went loose? The
1: answer's no. But the answer's no, but yeah. they let
0: it stand. Yeah, they did. So, so Yeah, you're right, and I think that'll help them. He'll. I think this will be a much-improved team. Are they going to be good enough to win the division? I don't know, but the schedule's pretty good, like you said. No UFC, no Utah, so it's sitting right there in front of them. So uh, maybe they can... Get some momentum. That Michigan State game week three, I'm pretty
1: interested in that. I am too. But, uh, Bama, we've got to move on we'll talk to you, um, I think, Monday. it either be Monday or Tuesday. We'll finish things up with the uh, SEC. Have a wonderful weekend, Bama Bob. Thanks for doing this uh, every day with me uh, this week. Certainly appreciate it. And uh, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you Monday, okay? All
0: right, pal. Take care. Yep.
1: Good to talk to you. Bama Bob, as uh, we go around uh, today, finish up with the Big 12 and take a peek at the Pac-12 as we're going to Take a a glimpse at all five of the Power 5 conferences. Uh, Before Trent gets back on Wednesday. Well, next we go to Story County where we'll find Dave Sproul at KSI 1430 on the AM dial. Iowa State conversation next. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.